bit grey start to the day, but uh, we are expecting scattered showers throughout the afternoon, particularly later on this evening. Rain will be at its heaviest between 7 and 8 o'clock this evening. Light to moderate winds, mostly from the east in our maritime, stronger in the VAR, with gusts of up to uh, 46 kilometres near Sandra Bay. Temperatures will vary between 12 degrees and 15 degrees around Monaco during the day, reaching 16 degrees towards Sandra Bay, and then dropping to an overnight low of 10 to 11. Improvements are expected early tomorrow morning with some sunny spells from 9am. It's 7.07. This is the full English breakfast with uh, Peter Mackley in once again for Sarah. How are you? Top stories in France today. Petrol and diesel prices are set to rise from tomorrow. The 30 centimes subsidy put in place by the government will be reduced to uh, 10 centimes, while the 20 centimes reduction at total energy stations will also be stopped. We'll have full details of that story and all the French and regional news coming up at uh, 7.30 this morning. And among the birthdays today is a lady celebrating 90 years old. She's recorded over a 1,000 songs worldwide and is one of the UK's biggest-selling artists. Happy birthday to Petula Let's have a look at the entertainment news this morning and the Teletubbies are making a comeback. Remember those strange characters with TVs in their stomachs? Tinky Winky, Dipsy, Lala and Poe and of course the Babyface Sun. Well, they're back on your screens with a new 26 series launching on Netflix today. And it's not just good news for preschool children. It's pretty good news for parents as well. As I remember, it used to keep our kids quiet for uh, quite a while. We called it the, uh, the uh, digital babysitter. And they were also very popular with students, not quite sure why. It's also good news for the show's creator, Anne Wood. She's reported to be worth 170 million thanks to her creation. Uh, but the next Flix revival of a bigger hit is set to swell her coffers even more. In the MTV Awards last night, uh, Taylor Swift was the big winner. Last night, it was over the weekend. She uh, won at the MTV Europe Video Awards, winning four trophies for Best Artist, Best Pop, Best Video, and Best Long Form Video. The videos were for the 10-minute uh, version of All Too Well. The prestigious event in Germany also honored Harry Styles, Nicki Minaj, and a number of K-pop artists. And yesterday, I was talking about the huge sale figures for Ed Sheeran, topped by Shape of You, which has sold over 42 million copies worldwide. However, he has lost his crown as king of streaming, as another singer has just overtaken him. Announced yesterday, the UK's most streaming song of all time is no longer Shape of You. The honor now goes to Louis Capaldi and his song, Someone You Love. Uh, it finished ahead of two Ed Sheeran songs. In fact, Shape of You and Perfect also also in the top five, Shotgun by George Ezra and Dance Monkey by Tones and I. The most streamed song from last century, which is a good indication of uh, which of the older songs uh, are still relevant to today's generation. The most streamed song from last century, not surprisingly, I suppose, is uh, All I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey, which does extremely well every festive period. That was ahead of Wonderwall, Last Christmas, Bohemian Rhapsody and Africa. 7.18, well, let's listen to that song, which is the most most streamed song ever from Louis Capaldi on FM and DAB plus across the Côte d'Azur on your phone and worldwide online this 
is Riviera Radio with the latest local news for the south of France. Let's try again, shall we? It's 7.32 on Riviera Radio. I'm Peter Mackley with the latest uh, French and regional news. Petrol and diesel prices in France are set to rise from tomorrow. The 30 centimes subsidy put in place by the government will be reduced to 10 centimes, while the 20 centimes reduction at total energy stations will also be stopped. Uh, according to government spokesman Olivier Véran, a new system of aid will take place from January the 1st, which is intended to benefit up to 12 million people. Meanwhile, the scourge of fuel siphoning has spread across France. Fuel fuel thefts have doubled in one year, going from 1,174 incidents reported in 2021 to more than 2,400 this year. There will also be difficulties getting routine medical tests over the next few days due to a rolling strike that started yesterday at 90 to 95% of the country's medical test centres, the laboratoire. Workers are protesting the government's plan to cut funding for test centres as part of the 2023 Social Security budget. The strike is set to run until tomorrow evening with the possibility of it being extended. It will affect blood and urine tests and several other procedures, although COVID antigen tests are available in pharmacies. The French Prime Minister, Elisabeth Bourne, was speaking in Marseille yesterday, telling the region's mayors that the PACA is endowed with exceptional biodiversity and landscapes, but is one of the most affected by rising temperatures and extreme climatic changes. She outlined her vision to make the region a leader in ecological planning. Her experimental plan includes measures to decarbonize industry, develop less polluting transport, and preserve water resources and forests. A national watchdog has exposed hundreds of fraudulent products labelled as Made in France. After carrying out a national survey of a thousand companies claiming their products were made in France, the French fraud control agency DGCCR has reported that 15% of brands were not what was advertised on the label. The survey was related to uh, non-food products such as masks and hydroalcoholic gels massively sold during the COVID health crisis and various other sectors including jewellery, eyewear, cosmetics, textiles and furniture. And be wary if you've recently bought packets of frozen green beans. Uh, several brands are the subject of a massive recall throughout France due to a risk of uh, bad smells, uh, bad chemical taste, or even traces of hydrocarbons. Among the brands highlighted are Casino, Tous les Jours, Top Budget from Intermarché, and Notre Jardin from Leclerc. For all these products, the instructions is clear. Do not eat the beans and bring them back to the point of sale for a refund. France's highest ski resort has delayed its opening this weekend due to a lack of snow. Valtoins, which is 2,300 metres high, will now open on November the 26th. The statement says the delay is because snow cover at altitude is satisfactory, but it does not allow a ski in and ski out. Isola and Orme are set to open on December the 3rd. French scientists have called for a ban on private jets, a symbol of climate inequality. As the negotiations continue at the COP27 summit in Egypt, some 30 scientists gathered outside Dassault's aviation's headquarters in Paris to denounce the use of private jets. Dassault is the third largest manufacturer of private jets in the world and represents 30% of the business aviation sector. As part of an international campaign called Make Them Pay, the scientists threw paper planes over the French multinational gates to denounce the symbol of climate inequality that private jets represent. In local news, Cannes has been named the best destination in the world for festivals and events. The honour was bestowed during the World Travel Awards, uh, which are considered like the Oscars for the tourism industry.
can beat off challenges from 11 other major destinations on the shortlist, including London, Barcelona, Rio, Dubai and Cape Town. The Mayor, David Lisnar, paid tribute to the 140 world-class events hosted by Cannes each year, including the Cannes Film Festival, Cannes Lions and MIPIM. In October, Cannes was also named Best European Destination for the second consecutive year. And Nice is among the safest big cities in France for crimes such as assault, theft and burglaries. That's according to a ranking compiled by Le Parisien. The list is based on data from the government's ministerial statistical service. Nice Mayor Christian Estrosi said the results were encouraging coming a few weeks after data suggesting that Nice was amongst the cities where acts of violence have dropped significantly on transport. The Prince Albert II Foundation has sent an open letter to world leaders and policymakers urging them to take urgent action to protect the Earth's coral reefs. With COP27 driving the world's attention to environmental matters, the foundation is calling for fast-track implementation of coral reef protection mechanisms, including restoration products to save and shore the remaining reefs, as well as larger-scale programs aimed at mitigating the underlying problems causing the reefs to disappear in the first place. Healthy coral reefs are a lifeline for more than a billion people worldwide, supplying food, jobs, storm protection, income and medicinal properties. They are, according to the letter, essential to the security and climate resilience of many nations, including the most vulnerable nations on Earth. And talking of Monaco, it's the National Day celebrations this weekend. Instead of fireworks this year, Monaco will mark its National Day with a 200-strong drone light show that will take place above the Prince's Palace on Friday, November the 18th at 8pm. It's a show that will last around 12 minutes. It's considered to be a more environmentally friendly celebration, but it's sure to be just as spectacular. Riviera Radio, Sports News. In this morning's sports news, uh, what next for Cristiano Ronaldo after his bombshell interview about life at Manchester United? Despite being paid half a million pounds a week and refusing to play, he says he feels betrayed, betrayed by the club and that the owners, the Glazer family, don't care about the club on the sporting side. He said that Manchester United are a marketing club. They get their revenue from the marketing. In other football news, the Monagas defender Axel Dissessi has been called up as a last-minute replacement in France's World Cup squad. He joins his teammate Yusuf Fofana on the plane to Qatar. France kick off their defence of their World Cup crown against Australia next Monday. In Rugby League, the final of the Women's Rugby League World Cup will be between New Zealand and Australia. The host nation's England's hopes of reaching the first World Cup final ended with a 20-6 defeat by the Kiwis. Meanwhile, Australia thrashed Papua New Guinea by 82 points to nil. The final will be held on Saturday in Manchester. And in tennis, the former world number one Novak Djokovic beat second seed Stefano Tsitsipas in two tight sets in his opening match of the ATP finals in Turin. The 35-year-old Serb overcame City Pass of Greece 6-4-7-6. Djokovic is seeking to equal Roger Federer's record of six victories in the season-ending tournament. Earlier in the same group, Russian Andrei Rublev came from a set down to beat his compatriot Daniel Medvedev in a final set tiebreak. Riviera Radio Business News, brought to you by Barclays. 
In business news this morning, Paris has now overtaken London as Europe's most valued stock market. The combined value of France's shares is now $2.823 trillion, according to data from Bloomberg, while the British shares are now valued just below at $2.821 trillion. A weak pound, fears of recession in the UK and surging sales at French luxury good makers are thought to be behind the shift. Shares in LVMH, which owns fashion brands Louis Vuitton and Dior, have surged 22% in the last six months, while Hermes is also up 37%. It's the first time Paris has overtaken London since records began in 2003. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos has said he plans to give away most of his $124 billion fortune during his lifetime. The businessman told CNN that he would donate his wealth to fighting climate change and reducing inequality. The multi-billionaire previously pledged $10 billion to the Bezos Earth Fund, which he launched in 2020 to help fight climate change. Mr. Bezos came, became one of the richest people on the planet after Amazon, the internet retailer who founded in 1994, became a global phenomenon. He also revealed plans after donating $100 million to the country music star and philanthropist Dolly Parton to use for charitable causes. Meanwhile, Amazon is preparing to cut thousands of office jobs amid slowing sales and concerns about an economic downturn. The reductions could affect roughly 3% of office staff at the e-commerce giant or about 10,000 people. The cuts are expected to affect divisions such as personal devices and e-commerce. And the collapse of cryptocurrency exchange FTX has sent the value of all crypto assets plummeting as investors soured on a market that once seemed extremely promising. Since November, the value has dropped by 18% from little over $1 trillion, that's according to CoinMarketCap. Meanwhile, the data tracked by website CoinGecko shows that the value of global crypto assets has fallen over 70% from a record peak of just under $3 trillion recorded a year ago. The price of Bitcoin tumbled 22% in the seven days through to Sunday, its worst weekly performance since mid-June, while its market cap fell to $305 billion. The top crypto has lost three quarters of its value in one year. At the same time, Ethereum dropped 24%, its market cap declining to $144 billion. Solana was the biggest loser, dropping over 60% in the past seven days, and Dogecoin also fell by 30% in the same period. On the foreign exchanges, one euro today is buying 87 pence. It's also equivalent to $1.35 and 97 Swiss francs on teams. One pound today is equivalent to 1 euro 14 cents, $1.18 and 1 Swiss franc 11. And one dollar is buying 97 euro cents, 85 British pence and 94 Swiss centimes. The Bitcoin currently at 16,303, Ethereum 1,000. 216. Those are dollars, of course. In commodities, an ounce of gold is worth $1,776 and a barrel of Brent crude is $92.73. Quick look at the markets. The FTSE 100 at 7,385. The CAC 46,609. Dow Jones 33,536. NASDAQ 11,196. And the Nikkei 28,012. Barclays Private Bank brings you Riviera Radio Business News on 106.5 FM. At Barclays, our size is your strength. And we've been using the entire reach of the Barclays Group to bring a global perspective and unique investment opportunities to our clients in Monaco since 1922. To find out more, search Barclays Private Bank or call the Monaco Private Banking Team on 9315-3535. 
For the marine weather this morning for the uh, area, the coastal area from Cannes to Montan, it's overcast all day with uh, regular showers, particularly this afternoon. Winds east to northeast, force 5 in the morning, reaching force 6 in the evening, with gusts of up to 27 knots towards the west. The seas are slight with a low short swell from the south-southeast. Excellent visibility, though. The barometer, uh, barometer this morning starts at 115 millibars, dropping down to around... Uh, Sorry, uh, 1,050 millibars dropping down to 1,010 later this afternoon. From Sandra Bay to Cannes, heavy showers expected today. Winds east northeasterly for 6 in the morning, calming in the middle of the day with gusts reaching 28 knots. The sea is slight with a low short swell from the south southeast and excellent visibility. And the general weather forecast is cloudy this morning with scattered showers continuing throughout the day, particularly later this afternoon with rain at its heaviest between 7 and 8 this evening. Light to moderate to winds, mostly from the east and out maritime, stronger in the VAR with gusts of up to 46 kilometres near Saint-Tropez. Temperatures will vary between 12 and 15 degrees around Monaco during the day, reaching 16 degrees towards Saint-Tropez, dropping to an overnight low of 10 to 11 degrees. Improvements are expected early tomorrow morning with some sunny spells from 9am. And finally, what is the world's oldest known sentence? Archaeologists have unearthed an ivory comb in the kingdom of Judah, which dates back to around 1700 BC, with an inscription written out in the earliest alphabet, and it's believed to be the oldest known sentence. What is that sentence? Well, it could resonate with modern-day parents today, just as much as in the Bronze Age. The 3,700-year-old inscription reads, May this tusk root out the lice of the hair and the beard. Not that exciting for the earliest known sentence, but it does suggest that humans have endured lice for thousands of years and that even the wealthiest were not spared the grim infestations. The comb, the, the comb was found in Lashish, a Canaanite city-state in the kingdom of Judah. The inscription is seen as direct evidence for the use of the alphabet in daily activities over 3,500 years ago. So now you're just about up to date. You can see the full news bulletin on the Riviera Radio website. It's there already. Just go to rivieradio.mc. And, of course, we bring in you the international news from the BBC at 8 o'clock. Just have a little bit of time to look through uh, some of the uh, morning's uh, papers. In the UK, many of the front pages carry reports about potential announcements in Thursday's autumn statement. The Times says Prime Minister Rishi Sunak is to prioritise support for the poorest and boost the living wage from £9.50 an hour to about £10.40 an hour. According to the paper, 8 million households will also receive cost of living payments worth up to £1,100 a year. The Guardian also has a huge uh, splash on its front pages. It launches a campaign with 30 other news papers and media organizations across the globe to present audiences with a common view of what needs to be done to stop the planet, in its words, hurtling towards the point of no return. And there are pictures of Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky in the recently liberated city of Hashon, which has been under Russian occupation for eight months. Mr. Zelensky says re-seizing the key city signals the beginning of the end of the war. 
Well, let's hope so. Eh? East Town this morning reports on the rush to petrol stations to fill up vehicles before the government subsidies are lowered from 30 centimes to 10 centimes tomorrow. And the 20 centime uh, aid from Total Energy is also going to be stopped altogether from tomorrow. East Town also reporting on the mystery around the cyber attack on the department's administrative services. And uh, Vanessa Paradis, do you remember her? Jola Taxi, when she was about 14 years old, well, she'll be performing in Antibes this week, performing her play uh, Maman, which was uh, written by her partner. That's going to be at the uh, theatre in Antibes from Thursday to Saturday next week. Um. And a big, big, big happy birthday to Howard. 60 years old today. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say that, but very special wishes from your friends and family. This is for you. Journey, don't stop believing. We were talking about birthdays earlier on. Also celebrating their birthday today is Anna-Frid Lingstad, who's the singer with ABBA. She's 77 years old today. Did you know she's not actually born in Sweden? She was born in Norway. And do you remember those uh, outrageous stage outfits that uh, ABBA used to wear? Well, they're actually an easy way to save money on their tax bill. ABBA were exploiting a Swedish law, which meant that clothes were tax deductible if their owners could prove they were not used for daily wear. That's certainly the case. So, so for today's uh, pop quiz, uh, let's uh, focus on uh, ABBA. They had so many international hits in English, which, remember, was not their native language. But only one ABBA song had a grammatical error in it. I'm not going to ask you with just that clue if you can name it. So I'll give you another clue. This is Bjorn describing one of his most famous songs. Which ABBA song is Bjorn talking about? Uh, I thought of two old comrades from some guerrilla war in Mexico who would be sitting in the porch and reminiscing about what happened to them way back then. And this is what this song is all about. Uh, total fiction, he says. Which ABBA song was talking about two old comrades reflecting on some guerrilla Guerrilla War in Mexico. <laughs> you don't really associate uh, ABBA songs with uh, Guerrilla Wars, do you? But if you've got any ideas, then do give me a ring. Let me know you're out there. Well, don't give me a ring because I don't know how to answer the phones in the studio, but do send me an email, studio at rivieradio.mc. It would be great to hear from you. and her version of your song. So, which was the ABBA song which discusses two old comrades reflecting on some guerrilla war in Mexico? Uh, one or two correct answers, which I'll mention later on, but uh, it's not Chiquitita. No, definitely not that. I'm going to give you a few more minutes to think about it, but uh, to help you along your way, I'm going to give you a couple of lyrics from the... Uh, uh, the song in question, including one which is considered the only grammatical mistake that the Abbott songwriters ever made in all those songs that they wrote in the language which wasn't their native language. And that was, uh, now we're old and grey, since many years I haven't seen a rifle in your hand. <laughs> Not that big a mistake really, is it? Since many years I haven't seen a rifle in your hand. Which is that Abba song? That's this morning's uh, pop quiz. And uh, yep, it's coming in thick and fast. I can see all the answers flashing up on my screen at the moment. Uh, well done, if you've got this, it's from ABBA, of course, and Fernando.
that's the song that launched a very successful career for both the Clean Bandit and uh, Jess Glynn, who's the uh, singer on Rather Be. It's uh, 8.57 on a Tuesday morning. It's Peter Mackley in for Sarah for the next uh, couple of weeks. Let's have a quick look at uh, some of the headlines on this morning's papers. Nice Matin is reporting on a rush to uh, petrol stations. You can expect queues today as uh, vehicles are filling up before the government subsidies are lowered from tomorrow onwards. So from tomorrow, they'll reduce the 30 centimes subsidy to just 10 centimes and also the aid from Total Energy, the reduction of 20 centimes is also being stopped altogether from tomorrow. So petrol, diesel will be cheaper today than it will be for, well, probably forever now, but uh, you might have to queue up in order to get them. Nice Matel also reporting on the mystery around the cyber attack on the department's administrative services and Vanessa Paradis will be performing her play Maman at the theatre in Antibes from Thursday to Saturday this week. Remember Vanessa Paradis, the cute little 14-year-old who uh, hit the uh, big stage with uh, Jola Taxi? Gosh, that seems seems a long time ago. It's when I first arrived in France, I think. Also, the Nice Matar are doing, uh, I think it's quite a nice campaign. Have you ever lost precious family photos? You know what it's like, how frustrating it can be. Well, Nice Matar are sympathising with a young woman who left the collection of family photos on a TGV train when she got off in Toulon. And they're actually launching a campaign to try and find the uh, rightful owner. So, maybe they're your photos. If they are, contact Nice Matin. And quickly, the UK pages are carrying reports about potential announcements in Thursday's autumn statements. The Times says the Prime Minister Rishi Sunak is to prioritise support for the poorest and boost the living wage from £9.50 an hour to around £10.40 an hour. According to the paper, 8 million households will also receive a boost in the cost of living payments. The 